0: This is Money Talks, powered by The Money School, and our aim is to help you become wealthy. Let's get straight into today's show. Welcome back to the next edition of Money Talks, powered by The Money School. I'm Brad Brown, and we have Gary Kale with us once again. Money Coach Gary, welcome back onto the podcast. A very interesting question today. And uh, it was submitted through the website, themoneyschool.co.za from Cassandra. And Cassandra was saying she's uh, got a bit of a dilemma. She's just discovered that her hubby has a credit card that she did not know about. They're obviously working towards financial goals that uh, they've sat down and worked out together. But she's now concerned that uh, having this credit card that she wasn't aware of is uh, an opportunity for him to ring up bills or, or run up bills. That, uh, could damage their financial planning in the years to come. What, what's your take on that? How, how should Cassandra approach
1: this issue? It's a, it's a thorny one. Um, my answer is slowly. <laughs> 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 approach it slowly with rubber gloves. Look, I actually, it's, you know what? It's, uh, we, are, you're also assuming that, you know, they are working towards, um, a common goal. You know, if you're saying that she's discovered, then they may not be working towards a common goal, I mean yes, they may um, have some financial discussions at home about where they 're going, but if she 's discovered it we don 't know how she 's discovered it or why she 's discovered it. and I suggest that if she wants to just bounce a few things off me personally i 'm happy to take the the email at gary at the dot Just Gary with one r but what I can say is, is that you are right it does work towards um the goal planning, but I can tell you that that in in in, in a lot of cases where I see um Couples using credit cards or store accounts or taking loans where the other person didn't know about it. It's very often just an innocent thing and they're just trying to make money available. They were obligated in the relationship or their role in the relationship is to, is to bring, uh, let's say half the amount of money that's required for the two of them to live. And one of them is had, had run out of money and, you know, it could have been the weekend away that they were supposed to be going away. And, you know, God forbid he doesn't have the money and has to say to, look, we're not going away. So sometimes it's an innocent thing, and I, and that's always where i I start all the relationships with couples and even in my in my own house when it comes to to these kind of things is I just assume that it wasn't a malicious thing I just assume that it it wasn't an intention to become over indebted because most people don't intentionally do that. The problem is is that they by mistake get themselves into too much debt because they think that it's something that they can control, manage and understand. And the reality is very different from the theory when it comes to using, um, financial interest instruments like a credit card. So I would just not just pull it out of nowhere. I would sit down if I would certainly, if they, if they don't manage money together or have conversations, let her just make the suggestion that she'd like to do it together, you know. And uh, let her. I would be the first to disclose if there's any debt that I do have, and make it comfortable for the other one to disclose and say, look, let's draw the line in the sand. Whatever you've done, whatever you have, whatever you don't have, let's put everything together. Because essentially, if you do have debt, the debt is mine. As much as you think it might be yours to control, the the reality is, is that if you become over indebted, I start having to fund your over indebtedness or our lack of cash flow in the house. So it would just be a matter of disclosure and put the cards on the table. And have a commitment to, to resolve it together. Because in reality, even though one person's got a credit card, it's going to become the job of both people to pay it off. And you know, if someone listening to this has got a firm start or stance on the fact that that's their problem, well, wait till they have no more credits and they, they, they up to their eyeballs in debt. And then your choice is either you're going to throw them out the house or you're going to keep them in the house. And that's a very, very hard line to take for somebody that just happened to be a bad money manager. So I definitely think that just a slow entry into those discussions and to make it a safe place where we understand. I mean, especially if Cassandra's married community of property. I mean, if she's married community of property, every cent of debt is hers. You know, if they were married A&C, if they did get divorced or if there was a problem like that, I mean, I don't even really want to go down that road. But effectively, she owns half the debt. So I think it's important that, you know, with these type of things, because it's a high, potentially a high confrontational situation, I would try not put the ball in the back of the net first discussion. I would just say, I uh, understand that this is what's going on. Ask questions. Why are you using it? Couldn't we have done it in a different way? Do you think that we can resolve this? You know, the husband may just turn around and say, listen, I wanted to get air miles. And I'm setting this card every single month. So I wouldn't go out guns blazing, assuming that the person has got himself into a serious hole. It would be a matter of, like, I have reservations about the credit card. I'm not sure. I don't really feel comfortable with them. Do you think it's okay? Why do you think it's okay? And just just have a discussion. And then from that point, work out if the water's getting deep or if things seem to be okay.
0: Awesome. Um, yeah, Gary, I think that's fantastic. And, and I think what it boils down to is communication. We've spoken about it so many times on this podcast. Yeah. It, it just boils down to sitting down and having an, an honest conversation with each
1: other yeah and you know a lot of people aren't used to the discussion it's a bit of a taboo in the house and uh, i think it's really important that these things happen and I, I suggest by the way cassandra i would suggest very strongly to you that you have this discussion just before payday in other words there's about to be a windfall of money coming into both your bank accounts um, through your salaries don't try to have this conversation 2 or 3 weeks after payday when money's getting a little bit scarce during the middle of the month because then unfortunately, you know, people can already be a little bit of edge and the adrenaline's a little bit high. Do it when money's in their account and, you know, maybe both of you could take a little bit of a lump sum, pay it off and there goes the problem. Um, I think timing's also important. Brilliant,
0: Gary. Cassandra, thank you. I hope that helps. Uh, if you have any other questions, you can be in touch. Just head over to the website, themoneyschool.co.za. You can submit it there and we could answer your question again here on the podcast. So until then, from uh, the two of us, myself, Brad Brown and Gary K, let's cheers. Thank you for listening to Money Talks powered by The Money School. To find out more about The Money School, connect with us on Facebook. Just search for The Money School essay.